0: Super excited. Uh, We had uh, quite good um, participation in uh, quiz one. So thanks everybody who participated. We had um, roughly 500 people participate in week one, Um, and out of those 500 people, 32 scored a perfect score on their first try. So congratulations uh, for those 32 people. We will call them our hall of champions, if you will. So let's go through those two most missed questions. Um, So the first one was clip three, and this is the analysis I've been showing you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use my iPad, my iPad straight from, pretty sure 2004, But here's the clip and I'm gonna show it to you and you'll probably remember it, Uh, but here is the clip. Let me see if I can play, there it is. And that last view is probably the best one. So what you can see is you've got two players both with their legs up challenging for the ball they're both looking at the ball they're both playing the ball, which is great, Um, but we do have one player, the black player, who approaches the challenge with a straight leg. Uh, Anytime as a referee you see a straight leg, your awareness should rise. Um, You should be focusing in on the point of contact um, to really be able to decipher the level of severity of that challenge. So straight legs anytime, we should always get kind of the goosebumpy feeling of of something not good's gonna happen. Anybody coming through, especially with a leg that high, we wanna be, aware of so um the other thing that's indicated here is uh the black player comes with her studs exposed that's always um very um disheartening when you see that right nothing good comes from studs exposed in a challenge that high so um you know, whether or not where she makes point of contact with the, the white player, um, we would expect a yellow card. And one thing to keep in mind, especially in the collegiate game, our number one priority is player safety. So a player coming in with a leg locked like that, her studs exposed, um, we would expect a yellow card. It doesn't raise to um, a red card um, and we can talk through the reasons for that. Um, you know, if she hits her maybe somewhere different other than the foot, um, let me pause this real quick. Um, On the white player's leg, maybe that that severity would increase. Um, And the other thing is there's not a lot of force because she is kind of in a standing position and that kind of leg straight up. If she'd come from distance with speed, now you increase your force. And now maybe we're looking at something a little bit more um, than a yellow card there. So that was clip three. Um, and we had a lot of people say uh, indirect free kick as well. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. So um, with an indirect free kick, we would expect no contact. So if there is contact between the two players, go ahead and, and assume that it would be a direct free kick. Um, so we shouldn't have an indirect free kick if there's contact between players, um, even if you think it is dangerous play. Um, if there's contact, it would then be deemed as a foul for kicking. OK, so that is clip three, and this is kind of the results of clip three, as you can see, Um, what we would expect is a direct free kick and a yellow card here, again, focusing on player safety. Um, We did see a lot of no cards um, and some indirect free kicks as well um, as no foul. Um, So hopefully we can modify that. And that's what we're here to do is to learn. Um, The other clip that was most missed as well was clip number 10. Um, And so I will show you clip number 10 right here you can hit play i think my fingers are touching it down here yeah that's me here's clip 10. okay so um, looking at clip 10, you can see a challenge happening just outside of the penalty area. And let me get it in the right spot so you can really see that um, really well. So I'm going to stop it right at the point of contact. And here you can see it happens just outside of the area okay he's touching the the leg that is closest to us um as far as the camera angle view um and it happens just outside the penalty area and don't be misled because he falls into the penalty area um it happens the challenge happens just outside it's not on the line um and if it's just outside. So really important to look at that point of contact. And we've got a great video here that shows us this angle. Um, and as referees, it's important to have this type of an angle. So make sure that you're being very mobile as players enter into the penalty area. That's a critical area for decision here. Um, it's on the far side. So um, you know help from your assistant referee, you could probably get some if they have a good look at it. Um, but really the referee needs to take ownership of this call and make sure that they have a good um, view of this. It happens in a split second and he does fall into the penalty area, um, but that point of contact happens just outside. Um, The other thing that was taken into consideration is our misconduct here. Um, So I'm sure some of you would have had um, maybe a tactical yellow card. So we had a handful of people. So I paused it and hopefully you can see he's going down right now in the penalty area and you've got four defenders around him. Um, the nearest attacker is probably over here and he's not really in a position um, to, to play that ball or, or get a pass from his um teammate there. So we wouldn't expect this to be a tactical foul um, and the severity of the contact is very minimal. It's just a careless challenge. Um, it isn't reckless, there isn't studs, there aren't, aren't any you know, speed to it, um, it's very low, it's just a, a, a typical tripping foul. Um, so we wouldn't expect that to be a reckless challenge for a yellow card there either. So our expected outcome here would be a direct free kick um, and no card. So here's just a view of the analysis of what we saw. Um, direct free kicks, what we're expecting, and no card. Um, We did see quite a handful of penalty kicks. And again, the key there is just pausing it right at that moment of contact um, As we should as officials look right at that moment of contact um, and take our picture then Um, And then we saw quite a few yellow cards as well So we kind of walked through the two reasons why that wouldn't be Um, It's not a tactical yellow card um, for spa and it's not um, a reckless challenge So we wouldn't expect to see a yellow card here just because it happens just outside the penalty area You know, we should be aware for more tactical challenges challenges, um, but that's not the case with this clip. So hopefully that helps provide clarity on the two most clips, most missed clips. Um, And hopefully I still have your attention for what you all came here for, which is the announcement of the winners. Um, So we had 32 people um, who will be in our our Hall of of Fame for this one. Um, Thanks, Lance. I like the claps. Um, And what we did is we used a a random uh, tool online to be able to randomize 10 winners out of that. Um, and so we took those 32 or 34, excuse me, um, and made random 10 winners. Um, of those, um, first place, will get $250. Second and 3rd we'll get $150. And then fourth through 10th, will all get $100. Um, and uh, we'll get those shipped out as quickly as possible. Um, there is an option if you took the test, but you don't need the funds and you would like to waive that, go ahead and shoot me an email um, or shoot me a text or a call. Um, just let me know. I will be sending this over to get processed um, actually today. So um, please let me know, raise your hand quickly, if you're not interested in receiving the funds, um, in which case we would just add someone new to the equation. But uh, again, my, my email is tpenso at niceoa.com So the winners, drum roll, please. So I have them here. I will read them off first and then I'll show them because I'm a visual person. I like to see. Um, so in first place is Mellow. Barros. Yay. Second place, Matthew Bell. He'll receive $150. Um, John Klaus in third place with $150 as well. Fourth place, Chris Copeland. Fifth place will be Robert Dale. Sixth place, Daniel Gutierrez. Seventh place, Christina Hutchinson. Eighth place, Pete Mendel. Ninth place, Mervyn Venter. And tenth place, Eric Weisbra. So, congratulations to all of our winners for week one. We're very excited. Um, we had thirty. 30- four people. And these are all those names of people who got hundred percent on their first try. So thank you guys so much for that. Uh, Friendly reminders for week two, make sure that you only take the test once, um, that you answer both the restart as well as uh, the misconduct. Don't hit the little stars in between. Um, And then um, also Um, week two will be released on Monday. So expect um, Monday for a big day for us. We'll get week two released and you'll have till Wednesday, close of day in order to do that. Um, And then also, um, I'm looking at all the chat. Congratulations everybody. Oh, also, um, thank you for the reminder uh, the foundation fund. NISOA foundation fund, um, has been funding this project. So, um, we were really thrilled to be able to get this quickly processed, um, through the NISOA board and the foundation fund so that everyone can earn a little bit and, and learn a little bit at the same time. We understand, um, the, the challenges everyone's faced ahead and hopefully this helps you guys just a little bit, um, in in the the months ahead. So congratulations to all the winners um, and look forward to having you guys participate in week two make sure you share with everyone else. Um, Week two will be released on Monday. You'll have till Wednesday. Um, And then just like this week, we'll go over the most missed questions um, and we'll also review, um, you'll have that week one in full analysis. So thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you, thank you. I love the chats, I love the claps um and please uh take a look at week two Uh, we'll be doing uh dog so and spa so uh more to come there i hope you all are doing well and until next week all right have a good one bye everybody